Hello, my love. Hello. I think you've worn that before. Am I correct? I have. I didn't think you were going to call me out on it. No, I, I think I think it might make an appearance in season one. Actually, well, you know, it's, I need you to know, zip up the pockets so I don't look really wide. People have been asking where you rent your clothes from. Where I rent from. my clothes yeah. from? Um, I rent my clothes from Newly. Newly. Newly is what I used to rent my Very clothes. Very good. Well, we don't, we don't get, don't rent from there. We don't get anything. <laughs> We don't, they're not a sponsor or anything, but I'm not cool enough. Um, no, people were definitely asking, you know, where you rented your clothes. So, uh, newly, apparently we're not going to put a link. You got to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we do have amazing sponsors that we are happy to link to. Dude, you are so on the sponsors lately. I love it. I I was going to go into it. Aztec Chevrolet. Yes. Aztec Chevrolet. Aztec Chevrolet. Uh, we love them. They have been absolutely freaking amazing. Big shout out to those guys. Um, Michael Chester uh, reached out and was going to buy a truck from them, and then uh-huh. it didn't work out. But uh, thank you, Michael, for at least giving them a chance, yeah. giving them a shot. You know. Um, and then we have Old Salt Coffee. We've been doing wonderful with Old Salt Coffee, and they are giving us a dollar for every bag of coffee you buy. So. Uh, put in Trevino 10 when you buy coffee from Old Salt Coffee. That's a simple and easy one. Yep. You just order the coffee, you're going to drink it anyway. And well, and if you get a subscription, any subscription, a monthly subscription, you will get um, a challenge coin from us. Very beautiful challenge coin. So uh, do that, please. And of course, pick cherries. We are a huge part of Pick Cherries, and we're pushing the hell out of it because... It's growing. It's really growing. It is growing like crazy. There's over 250,000 hours of podcasts. So please download Pick Cherries. It is ad-free, and it could change our lives. So please, uh, Pick Cherries, ladies and gentlemen. And then... um, you know, Rick kind of threw me for a loop. Well, no, you know what I was thinking? I was just thinking like um, one of the um, clips of our podcast that's on Pick Cherries is the clip when I was pregnant, which now seems like so long ago. And I shocked you with that little tins machine to kind of like show you what labor pains felt and like. And it wasn't shit. <laughs> yeah, Didn't right. Yeah, right. One bit. But I was thinking that was like a really popular clip. So I need to find another way to torture you. So we've got another great little picked cherry okay so let's just go through the podcast torturing <laughs> i have never tortured you yet you have pied me in the face twice Uh-oh. and you why did i open up this can of worms and you've tins machine me so uh apparently i'm the one that gets i'm like um well now i feel bad now it feels what is really it, uh, imbalanced maybe once you can torture me on i feel like how I'm, would you torture me anyway we're on itchy and scratchy where i'm the one that just gets beat up all the time <laughs> from uh the simpsons but um no that was definitely a fun and exciting episode and you know i just wanted to prove to you that for me it wasn't a big deal right so go back and look at that episode it was a lot of fun to do though it was really um fun to do but rick rick kind of threw me for a loop so i I was trying to think about like okay i think rick is right that we Uh should so um i will i will start off by saying that you know, we truly, truly love all of the gifts that we receive. We yeah. just love them. And this weekend, Cat Lady, Bitter Cat Lady was oh, there. Oh, I missed her um, this weekend. So they brought me a bottle of crown and a check for Helicopters for Heroes. Amazing. I needed, her daughter is um, She's in San Antonio. Oh, I guess I missed that somehow that she, she was, is in she San was Antonio. close to us. Oh. Um, so it was really nice to see them and they brought me a gift. So thank you so very much. And then 
Um, They're fun. You know, and you know how much I love them. You know, I got challenge coins this week, and this one's beautiful. Look how pretty that is. Is that a this firefighter it's challenge? It's a U.S. Coin? Navy. This one's. Oh, Navy. Uh, U.S. Navy. Look at that. Um, you act like you're going to hand it to me and then you pull it away. Well, because I was going to read it. You want to oh. read it then? It's beautiful, isn't it? What does it say? Emergency preparedness liaison. Isn't that awesome? And then, yeah, that is a beautiful coin. And then our friends um, at the fire department in Los Angeles or Orange County, where I was, they gave me this one. I always had these I have fat sausage fingers. So Hand it over. when it's details, I have a hard time. Um, so uh, this one is from the Los Angeles Oh my fire goodness, Steve Trevino, are you, do you need readers? And Look no. how far away you're no, it's beautiful. That. Serving with courage, integrity, and pride. Look at that. I'm just looking at it from far how, how pretty it is. Uh-huh, Isn't that yep. beautiful? I think you might need readers, Steve Trevino. I think that might be what that was. No, I did, dude. I I, I it pissed me <laughs> off. I was doing hold on, let me let me let me put them in our little okay. um, stash. You continue to talk. About how you need readers? No. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you got all kinds of stuff. I love having from the firefighters. Spain. Case. This uh, one says Spain. We're gonna need another case soon. So, uh, oh yeah, and then and then we got these awesome patches, right? So, I'm gonna put these patches in our little. We need like a patch one now, like a felt. Yeah, you know? something to, something cool to do with the patches. You're right. If someone there. has a great idea about, I need I need to Pinterest this. I'm sure oh, there's shit. some Pinterest inspiration about cool things to do with your patches. Um, and then, and then people, you know, people are like, Hey, you know, uh, Rick was like, man, I, you know, there's so much to look at on our shelves. Well, um, those you don't see. Yeah, That's this, why this those stuff, are a mess. Cause yeah, this, <laughs> a, this side's a little unorganized, but, um, but we can show some of the stuff and, and Rick thought, man, it would be really cool if we, did I go the right way? Um, if we kind of talked about it. So Let's, why don't we start with... Um, well, this one always makes me laugh when I see it. I don't know if you guys can see the whole thing on the screen, but it's the neon sign that says it was all a dream. And the reason that one makes me laugh is the story. You love the Big E sign. The Big E, the Big e Small song. Yes. Sorry. You love that song. And you like, it's your old school throwback jam. Well, because, you know, um, I understand the song and, and you know, it, it, I am living my dream and it really was a dream. Like it was like there's, I used to lay at night, literally, imagining myself on stage and and being a stand-up comedian. So, you know, it truly is. It was all a dream, you know. Yeah. And and here we are living our dream. And uh, again, that's because of all the beautiful people that continue to love and support us. So, uh, that one's great. You bought that but for me. I bought yeah. that for you because I wanted to surprise you with something after my life in quarantine, like doing filming that special was such a weird, crazy ride. I was pregnant. You had never really, you'd never written out a set because you've always just like gone on stage and performed it and perfected it to where you got it, where you were ready to film it for a special. And this was the first time that you didn't do that, that you had like note cards that you were working with and putting in order. And it was just so out of the norm and out of character for you and to have not been able to test it out on a live audience. Like it was stressful. Even though I'm proud of that special, um, specifically because we were able to talk about the miscarriage. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch because I feel like I'm better than that. And, and it really was, and I'm not making excuses. I mean, it really was a lack of, I did not get to go on stage. 
Yeah. So when we filmed that special, it literally was, let's sit down, let's try to write the ideas that normally I would do on stage. Right. I had like two shows before that one to perform it and work on it. And then, I mean, Brian Hart is sitting there with, with postcards going, no, and then do this. And then remember this joke. And so it was but really we, hard. But, but we talked about like, it was also such a weird mo- moment. We felt like this is a weird moment in time and we, you might not love it now and you might not love it in a couple of years from now either. But in hindsight, I think it's going to be really cool that we have that, that weird timestamp. It is a timestamp. And, and it also like, even now, like, you know, COVID feel, feels, it's weird because COVID feels like a million years ago, but yet we're still dealing with the effects yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been nuts. So, But anyway, so I, but the, I bought this as a gift for you to give you after we filmed that special that night and you, and it, I wanted it to be a surprise. And so I had like mentioned it to Rick, Hey, I got this thing. It wasn't even like that big a deal, but I was like, I got this thing and I want to give it to Steve. Maybe we do it on stage. Maybe we do it after, but I just want to, I want to surprise him with this because I think it'll be really special for him. And you, your spidey sense, like knew something was up and you were so grumpy about what are, what are you and Rick talking about? And what are you going to do? And what's well, going what would, on? What would anybody do if, if, if you're like, if you see you, everybody that's working on the show is whispering in each other's ears and I'm just standing on the stage like a dumbass, and I'm not being included. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, and I, and I get insecure because, you know, and I've told you this before in this business, Nobody ever speaks directly to the artist. Well, they, when they it's something always, they don't want you to do. Yeah, they always try to manipulate the artist. Um, with the, always with is the, a strong word, but... It, no, they do. No, in, in general, right? Yeah. They try to manipulate the artist by, well, if you tell them that we need him to do this, and then I'll also tell them that we need him to do this, and then we'll get the management to, you know, and, and I, I've been around it, in my career and I don't fucking like it. But it comes you know? from, a, I mean, I think where it comes from is that no one wants to say no. Like no one wants to say no or no one wants to put the kibosh on something. I think that's typically where that comes from. Well, but it, but it goes back to that, you know, I, there's an Aaron Watson song that I love so much called the, um, what does he call it? The, the, the under or the fence post. And he talks about like, you know, one of the lines in there, he goes, why, why am I auditioning? in front of somebody, he's a musician. Right. I'm auditioning in front of somebody that can't even play the guitar. And being critiqued by someone yeah. who can't play music. You're being critiqued yeah. by somebody that can't play the guitar, can't sing, has never written a song in their life, yeah. and they get to make the decision whether you're you're good enough or not. Yeah. So it's that kind of Hollywood bullshit where it's like, hey, I've been doing stand-up now for a very, very long time. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and you know, when I have Brian Hart helping me, that helps a lot because I know that he has done stand up. He has written for comedians, you know, so that's yeah. different. Right. So, but I felt very, um, on edge and very uncomfortable because I, I really felt like everybody was in fucking cahoots, but me. And, yeah. and again, I mean, look, that's part of my insecurities. But it was also <laughs> a terrible feeling. So finally I was like, here, I got you a gift. This is what it is. <laughs> And now you know how I feel because you have kiboshed every fucking surprise. <laughs> I love the fact that we, we, Renee and I got in a big argument last week and she was like, you don't appreciate me. And I'm like, I just bought you a very expensive necklace, a bracelet. And she was like, oh, 
<laughs> yeah, you did. And it was like, got no. it. Fucking got it. Um, no. So, no, I do love it. And, 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 and just so you know, that was one of those moments that you were so very thoughtful and, and, <laughs> and really understand my brain and how I look at my career, how it truly is. It, it really is. It really was just a dream. Yeah. And now I get to live my dream. So that's why we have that. I felt uh, like it had to go here. This was the place it belonged yes. in the podcast and then, studio. Over there on Renee's side, we have the Captain Evil merchandise. There's a beautiful picture. You want to grab that picture? You know what? It's just taped to the wall. And you know what sucks is I love this photo. And we don't actually have... I tried to get it printed bigger or, or big. Oh, but we don't have the right yeah, JPEG for it. I can take it. Um, but it was me and you on stage after Till Death. Yes. And someone... And somehow I performed and gave her flowers. She didn't do shit. Well, you directed. No, you directed. Gosh, I didn't do shit. And um, then you wonder why I say you don't appreciate me. I wonder um, why I don't feel appreciated no, sometimes. No, but but you 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 know you did so much on that special. We worked so hard together on that special. And that and was one where you were like, "We're making it. We're making it." And I was like, "Wait, is it going to happen?" Well, I guess that was both of them. <laughs> That's actually been more than one special where I've had that feeling. You're like, "We're making it. We're making it." And I'm like, "Okay, we're making it." Yes. Oh, it was it was. Um, and that was the first special that, that Renee and I literally got to pick out and plan and every, everything, everything that we wanted, we were able to do. Yeah. And I think the special before that, um, it was kind of, well, we got to do what the production wants or we got to do, yeah. you know, we're within a certain budget or whatever. This special was, was conceived with us, created, we thought about it. How did we want to do it? Where yeah. did we want to do it? And we, and we were able to. Uh, accomplish it so that's such a, a but we don't even picture. someone else took that picture like someone took that picture and so when i try and get it printed it's like grainy and pixelated know, because we shame. just posted it was like a text picture that we posted on social oh, we stole it from somebody else someone, someone te- no no someone texted it to us i wonder who took it and so we don't picture. have like the high high digital file and then there above that is a picture of me and garrett high-fiving on stage it looks like we're at an improv i want to say maybe miami Maybe Miami. Um, Garrett has become quite the little performer himself. And he has gone from doing stand-up to singing. Yeah. Um, so I love, you know, I really love that, that we really do make what, what I do uh, a we thing. And, you know, people do notice that I say we because we have made it a whole family circus. And everybody's involved. And then I, I went to, um, I did a, 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 a like a. Um, I don't think they can see that. Grab it. I did a, um, I did like this weird COVID show and, um, this was a, this was a gift. Um, do you want to read it, honey, in the back? Um, what does it say? It's kind of hard to read. It says, thank you for all you do for my fellow veterans and making people laugh during these rough times. Joke. Is that the artist's name? Joke. Or that's who gifted it to you? It's from Elevate Events Center. Yes. They gave it to you when you performed there. Yep. Our family and crew at Elevate can't express the gratitude we have for performing at our venue. Also supporting Helicopters for Heroes means the world to us. Our grandfather was the captain of the Navy and my aunt fought in Desert Storm. I was raised on an Air Force base. So the Elevate family gave you that. Yes, isn't that beautiful? That's really cool, the Bill Murray Yeah, little Bill Murray. Painting. So then we move over. We already talked about it was all a dream. And then, uh, well, put it back where we got it. Shoot. I don't want it to get up again. Everyone sees um, my big old butt when I turn around. It's nice. People like it. And then this one, um, this is me and um, Brad Garrett. And 
I was gonna say maybe I hope there we go. How do we get a good no? I have um There you go. I have really, really, really grown um to love Brad Garrett and just because the the caliber of celebrity that he is huh. and how kind, how sweet, how open, how welcoming, how no you know, no matter when I text him, I am getting a text message back within a minute. Yeah. You know, and he loves he, comics. Like when you're in his green room stand-up. and you're performing at his venue, he loves comics. He loves comics. He loves the art of comedy. And and what's cool when you go see Brad, it, so Brad Garrett's comedy club is in the MGM grand and, and they moved it upstairs and it's really beautiful. I need to take you to go yeah, see it. I haven't been since they moved it. It is up. really beautiful. And, and by the way, his staff, you know, I just, the way he treats his staff and I'm, I've just do they learned still, do the cocktail waitresses still have the same little, yeah. I mean the, the club in the basement was beautiful. Probably one of the nicest clubs I've been in. They have amazing art on the walls, like the Bill Murray thing. It's all his stuff. I mean, it's his personal it's his collection, personal collection on the walls and the cocktail waitresses, their little outfits are even like perfectly designed just for his venue. Like super cute. The it's, light fixtures, the, Chairs at the at the bar, like he has picked out every little detail. And, and and you know, I am friends with other celebrities, but not like I am with Brad. I mean, Brad because Brad is a a stand up, and I and, and I know and have met, and we know each other's names, probably every single comedian that you can imagine. But I don't have a relationship with them like I do with Brad. And yeah. you know, not only was not only was Brad there at a time when I needed the money and needed to get booked. I mean, at one point he was so nice and kind to book us three times a year sometimes so that I could feel weak, weak so that I could continue my dream. It was all a dream. Um, but we, we just have this wonderful relationship. And, and if you watch till death, you know that Garrett is named after Brad Garrett, which is not really Brad's actual legal last name. No, no, it's not. So we, um, if you go see Brad's show, Brad comes out and hosts the show. And then he does like 20 minutes up front. Then he brings the opening act out. Then he goes back on stage, does another 10 minutes. Then the middle act comes out. And then he does a quick two minutes. Then I come out or the headliner comes out. We do our 35, 40 minutes. And then because Brad is so open, you know, at the end, you know, me and Brad would talk shit to each other. Yeah. Almost to the point where we had done it so much that we had a little routine, you know, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd walk on stage and he'd be like, uh, you know, Trevino's Mexican guys. I, I would, I, I'm hoping that the green room is swept and mopped, you know? Yeah. And then I'd be like, well, Brad's Jewish. He doesn't pay well folks, you know? And we would have this great back and forth. And, and, you know, one of Brad's ongoing jokes is if I had a ventriloquist puppet, I wouldn't be in a shitty comedy club. I would be doing the theaters yes. in Vegas, yes. you know? So I said, well, Brad, I said, I will be your puppet because I am five foot five and a half and Brad Garrett is six foot nine. Just visually on stage, the two of you standing next to each other, like joking back and forth is so funny. So I sat down on the stool and he, of course, put his knee behind (laughs) me and and, and we did this little ventriloquist um, routine. And it was cool because uh, there was a woman in the front row that took the picture. Uh-huh. And then after the show, she goes, I have this picture. I'm like, oh my God, you have to send it to me. So that is me and Brad Garrett. One of my favorite pictures 
um, in Vegas on stage together with somebody that I just. Can you reach? Are my arms longer than yours? You're closer. Uh, that I that I truly admire, and and I just had to put that picture up there. And of course, we have Old Salt Coffee there, and then in the middle there, we those are the the last hard copy the DVDs. Last remaining. Age relatable, huh? Yes. There we go. That is the last um, uh, remaining. We got like twelve. That's it. And I remember because when we when we bought them back then, you know, DVDs were still a thing. So we had thousands and thousands of boxes of DVDs, and then uh, over time, you know, from selling them, all of a sudden we looked down and we're like, "Oh crap!" Like there's only those. Yeah. So we've decided to. To hold on. But I love, I love this image of you holding the bags. Like, I just think that's so good. I, I feel like that was the beginning of Captain Evil. So since we are on the relatable tip, there's a couple things here from relatable that I'd like to show you too. What's that? I don't remember. Oh yeah. It doesn't fit on the shelves. I think you could see it when we were at the last house in the old podcast studio. So yeah, we have, we have that. That is from. Um, Look, you can't even. You, you're gonna have to put it on the floor so they can. Yeah. So yeah, there it is right there. Hold it right there. So you know, this is a beautiful poster. I forget who we were doing. The, the Nouveau TV had released it, and they're the ones that made this awesome poster here. Um, and then, you know, I had the idea of putting music together with comedy, and I felt like, you know, nobody had done it. I know that Dave Chappelle did it on some level. Um, so, you know, here's me and my friend. Do you need help? Um, Roger Kreger. He, he did the intro song uh, to Relatable. And now I don't own Relatable, so it is very hard to find a copy of Relatable anywhere. But um, there it is right there. But you got to talk about that. You, um, have we ever talked about how that... With that special, because Relatable was the one that was on Netflix, how you wanted to pick a song. Why Roger Krieger and why that song? Have you ever shared that story? No, no, no. Go for it. I will, I will grab a couple other things. Um, we'll just, we always go well, back let's and go forth. Let's go through this real quick. Okay. We'll do that. But, um, oh, then, my goodness. Your mama did this, I think. This that, is your mom. Grandma Dora did that. Grandpa Joe's son. And I forget about this. Like, that was cool, too, the way they actually printed on the CD. D- the CD. Yeah. Or the DVD. Um, so, uh, we don't own that one either. <laughs> the person that owns it refuses to give us money for it. So, we don't really promote it much. Um, that seems like so long ago, but I love when people see something of it or see a picture of it and they're like, oh my God, it looks like a completely different Steve with your long curly hair. Steve Simone took this picture, by the way, one of the funniest comedians uh, that you'll ever see, and he's completely clean and kid-friendly, um, and also my old roommate. He took this picture one day when I walked on stage in the main stage at the comedy store. And then, you know, my He brother, was back there because he was going up next or my something. My brother, right? Tim, and Clarissa, they sent me this deal, and I just, it was a on very canvas. thoughtful gift. And it says, Dare to Dream. So it all yeah. goes back to... Um, Following your dreams, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Um, you know, representing... Going back to the Roger Craig deal... Oh, and then grab that one because I think it's important. Oh, 
Um, I'll help you. I'm gonna flash everyone my hoo ha. So big shout out to Christina Ramirez because she came to visit us in LA. She knew I missed Texas, and she brought us this. That's really cool. Um, beautiful the gold. picture, gold picture of Texas. When we lived in California, Texas was always yes. such a... Getting back was always was such a thing. Gary and, and That's Gary and Trisha. Yes. So we love the gifts. We absolutely love the gifts. And of course, we talked about my display case of mm -hmm. all of my challenge coins. Yeah. So, um, so that's I think that's... We have merch. Oh, Rochelle, shit. who makes my beautiful Captain Evil cup. And then she made one for Delilah, the little one that says Captain Evil in training. This is, and people can get these, I think, on your website now. We have them. She is making them, and they are on the website. Oh, they are, because I do get hit up quite a bit, and they, yeah. always, they always say, well, Renee doesn't respond. Can you help me? And I'm they're, like, yes. they're, I believe they're on the website now. They are for sale on the website. So, you know, when, when, we, when we were able to start producing our own specials, we, we, and we, we spent a lot of time talking about it, and, and we were like, okay, how do we celebrate our culture without me making fun of being Mexican-American? Or even, you know, I mean, it, we felt like we were walking a, a line of like, how do we show people that you are proud to be Mexican-American, but also not beat people over the head with it so that if, if that is not what people identify with when they watch you, they don't feel like they're well, and, excluded. And, and I also felt, I always, always feel like... Um, that, that comedians are always punching down when it comes to the Latino culture. You know, they're always punching down. They're always, you know, I was so poor and I was on welfare and I did coke and, you know, and, it, and it's always punching down. And, and I want to make and show people that, that our culture is very rich and uh, very awesome and cool and it has been infused into America, especially the Southwest, especially When Texas. we talked about why yeah. are people like my sister who is, you know, is a doctor and has her doctorates and is this Latina is, is like not proud of that, like to embrace that. And we talked about it's because what people, it's what the stereotype we're showing on the media, you know? No, it's a, it's a constant, um, you know, stereotypical situation, right? So Renee and I always talk about how do we uplift? How do we bring up and not go down? And, and also try to show people, you know, that, you know, here's this guy, Roger Craiger, who is, is also Latino and Mexican American. He sings a very cool Tex-Mex version of Rancho Grande. And which is an old Spanish folk song. Right. So, you know, that was the idea was, man, let's get, let's get Roger on stage to close the show out with Rancho Grande I will invite my family on stage and we will all dance together and, the, and celebrate. The generational experience of it is so cool because it rocks. That his shows, dad comes he out. sings it on stage with his dad. Which, by the way, his dad comes out and is is this um, uh, uh, Green Beret um, Army veteran, uh -huh. you know, who walks on stage and sings it with him. And it was just, a, it was our way of going, look how beautiful our culture is yeah. without, without making fun of it, without punching down. And then that, that, trend has continued that's why we we did um till death and then behind us is dia de los muertos paintings yeah. um in the background and then and then again it's not it's not throwing it in your face it's not it's not you know again punching down but it's a way to go hey look how beautiful our culture is uh and i'm but i'm also very proud to be american and, and mix it all together and, and that's kind of how renee and i have decided 
that, that we would mix in our culture. Yeah. You know, we are brisket and queso. We are brisket queso. You know, and if you've ever had brisket queso, it's delicious. Yes. Right. So um, that that's a little deal. Any questions on that, Rick, that we didn't cover? No, and, and it is, you know, everything that we put back there is is special to us. And, and These, I'm so sad because of COVID, we can't, we, through COVID, we haven't been able to get these hats. There was like a shortage, so we changed the Captain Evil hat. Now it's just like a black hat. But So anybody that got one. those hats is, that's limited edition. Limited edition on yeah. that one. I think this, this is the only one I have actually. Look, it's got my makeup on the inside of it, so we're not selling that one. Yeah, those are all the, the discontinued items that we're holding on to that, that we don't want to sell. But um, just because, you know, everybody knows that we do a, a recap um, of the week. Yeah. I had an amazing weekend in Irvine at uh-huh. the Spectrum. The all your so- shows were sold out like well in advance before you got there. And it's, and it's crazy because that's what's happening now, right? We're, we're selling out shows. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but... We're doing Orlando in three weeks from now, uh-huh. and it's already sold out. Two weeks. We're two, there weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. There's already t- two shows that are already sold out. Yeah. And there's very limited tickets in Orlando, and it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it's so funny how you see it gradually grow because, you know, the week of, I would I'd go into Monday and be like, oh yes, thank God, Saturday first show sold out. Uh-huh. That means that it's probably going to sell out. Yeah. You know, and now it's like holy crap. Saturday first show has been sold out since last week. Friday first show is sold out now. Yeah. And I got the numbers yesterday. We're almost sold out for the whole weekend. Yeah. So it's really cool and exciting to see that, that things are like growing and moving faster. And, and, you know, Irvine was just absolutely amazing. We had a lot of people come in from, from San Diego, La Hala. Yeah, you know, did cause you? They, oh, because we haven't done San Diego in so long, I know. and that's one of and, my favorites. And we were working on doing it, and it didn't work out, and it just it bums me out because San Diego is San Diego is just a great town. That's a yeah. well, it's a great town, and it's a place that holds a special place in our heart. We almost named Garrett Diego. Well, you just gave it up. We we conceived in uh, the comedy store condo. <laughs> I have a feeling we're not the only ones, but I have a feeling that we're the only ones that did it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because you were like, we're going to start making a baby now. It's going to happen now. Well, I remember I had just gotten, that was the weekend that I had just gotten back from um, the Seychelles Island. Oh, that's right. That's right. That that was the weekend that I got, you know, I I got, I got invited to perform for some chic, some prince. You were like some, a real life court jester. I was literally a court jester. And it was a really cool experience. And, you know, we were on the Seychelles Islands. They put me up in a, in a freaking amazing, amazing hotel. Yeah. And it was weird, you know, because they go, I go, look, man, I go, I got to be back. I'm performing in, in La Jolla. If you really want me, you got to pay me this and get me back this. Yeah. And they were like, okay, don't worry. And sure enough, I literally flew. I, I was in the air more than then I you was were actually there. Actually there, yeah. Because the flight was total it was sixteen or seventeen hours to get there, and seventeen hours to get back. Yeah. And I literally got there, took a little nap, performed, woke up in the morning, and got back on a plane because I had to do La Jolla. Yeah. And knock you up. <laughs> so I had to come back. 
knock my wife up so that we could have Garrett. But it was it was crazy. It was one of those crazy experiences. But you know, we ended up with, with a couple of challenge coins from our friends um, there in in Irvine. Yeah, sold out all the shows. The club is amazing and beautiful. And and bitter old cat lady came, and and she came to visit Donald. Donnie came uh-huh. and uh, maybe I don't know if I'm calling him out or not, but he broke the needle off Friday night. What is that? Oh, like had a little too much to drink. He, he was. Uh, oh. Yeah, he was. He We had to carry him uh, from his <laughs> truck into my room because cousin Donald was just. Donnie is who the Batman joke is based off of. And I don't think I've ever filmed that joke. Oh, really? I don't think I ever have. And, and I was thinking about that. I'm trying to think. I don't think we've ever filmed it. And Rick would know because he's seen every fucking thing. Poor bastard has to sit through all the stuff we record. But I know. They all turn into a blur. We, we were on our way to go maybe to Vegas. It's got to be on a special. I don't think so. Me and Renee were on our way to go to Vegas. And Donnie, Donald, like my dad calls him, Donald. Uh, Donald lives in um, Redlands, California. And he's a gearhead. He is a... Dirt bike, motorcycle guy. You should actually look him up. If you're into dirt bikes, uh, this guy does the Baja. I mean, he he gets on a dirt bike and follows professional dirt bike Baja guys. Yes. And takes beautiful photos. Amazing photos and amazing videos. And um, so we're on our way to Vegas and, and we're like, oh, we got to say hi to Donald, right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I think Donald. I don't know him as Donald. When you say Donald. I, I think, think Donnie is one else. of my first friends that you met from Portland. Because he was living in Redlands and we would always go visit Abel yeah. and party in, in Encinitas with yeah. Abel, right? Um, so we stop at Donald's and... You've got to quit calling him Donald. He's got a, throwing me for a loop. He's got a great house and Donnie's like, hey man, check this out. And he's got a refurbished 1969 Porsche Carrera. He's got several motorcycles in his garage. He's got um, a lifted uh, Jeep... Cherokee in his garage, like an old one. And then and we and we hung out with Donnie. And then we're like, all right, Donnie, well, I think we had lunch or something. We left and we're driving away. And Renee goes, Oh my God, Donnie's rich. And I go, What do you mean? And she's like, he has motorcycles. I don't think that's what I said. I yes. think I said, What does Donnie do for a living? No, you said Donnie's rich. <laughs> I remember. You go, he has like motorcycles and a Porsche. And, and a truck. And I go, I go, but do you, I go, do you see what he doesn't have? A you. <laughs> Donnie is single. Donnie doesn't have pictures on the walls. Donnie doesn't have towels he can't touch. Donnie doesn't have pillows he can't sleep on. Donnie does not have candles he can't light. Donnie doesn't even know what the fuck Louis Vuitton is. <laughs> so yes, Donnie doesn't have a you. Uh, and if I didn't have a you, I would be rich. And then that was the joke. So we would... We would do it on stage. Uh, Rick, do you recall ever seeing that joke filmed? Not filmed, no. But you've seen it. I've heard it before. I don't know where. I'm probably in a conversation at some point. Yeah. But yeah, so Donnie was the inspiration um, for that joke. Donnie's and, living like Batman. That's what you would yeah, say. Yeah, I go, I go I, and the joke, I would go, Danny's, Donnie's over there living like Batman, and I'm over here with you <laughs> living, I forget what it was, but... You know, it was really a, a, a funny observation, you know, yeah. but, you know, Donnie showed up and he took some pictures. One of the pictures I posted this week was one that Donnie. I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah. But it was cool because I don't think I've ever had him on stage. You brought Donnie on stage. I brought Donnie on stage. We had a shot together 
and then the, you know he the, the mm-hmm. needle broke off. I mean, well, because he's skinny. He's a little baby, and his buddy came, and I got to meet his buddy. He's a great guy. We had a wonderful, fun night, um, Friday night, and then Dave and I went on our movie date. Uh huh. And we saw Vengeance. Oh, baby, I haven't seen adult previews. I saw a kids movie this weekend. It was good. So I it saw was a kid preview. Ashton Kutcher, and they go to this guy goes to Texas because the girl's family thinks that he's the, her boyfriend for some reason. And it, and it all unfolds. It's kind of like an investigative mystery. Comedy. Type. There's some comedy in there. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I look, I enjoyed it way more than Nope. <laughs> nope is terrible. <laughs> terrible. And Rick last night, Renee and I finally finished, um, the gray man, the gray man, which I loved. I was all about it the entire time until the end. I was like, Oh, we won't give a spoiler alert, but I, I was in no, it. No, but people know nowadays every movie is just a long commercial for, for part, part two. two. Well, listen, I don't mind seeing Ryan Gosling in that role again. I'm, well, cool. I'm cool with that. I don't know if that was a body double because they only showed him no, shirtless once. That was not a body double. Because he looked real skinny and everything else. Everything he was no, wearing, he looked skinny. No. And they never showed him like with a tank top. They never showed him ever again. They show the they, one scene. They show him. Don't they show him shirtless? From the side. From the side. And he's doing something. And you see him and he's like, um, he's like um, um, Van Wilder. What's, um. No, Ryan Gosling is not like Van Wilder. No, no, no. But uh, no, when, 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 what's his name? What the fuck is Van Wilder's name? Um. Oh, married to the blonde. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds in the movie Blade was shredded shredded so that's what he looked like in this but it was only from the side and then oh, they I never show him with shirtless again credit i think it might uh, rick is there any way that, <laughs> that you could google if ryan I can reynolds google shirtless pics of ryan reynolds i can do that rick you don't have to do that one i'll google which which, which by the way i mean a ryan gosling which by the way total <laughs> double, double standard me, Renee, and her little sister are driving from California to Texas. I'll never forget it. And then Renee was like, oh my God, Jon Snow is hot. It was back when in Game those days. Thrones, when Game of Thrones was in Oh my God, look at all those shirtless pictures of Ryan. See? No, but his head looks photoshopped. No, that is from the romantic comedy movie, the, the picture that Rick just showed. Ryan Gosling is known. No, I for guess he's ripped, shredded. huh? Yeah, he's pretty shredded. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. You just made my day. Got, fuck him. He's got uh, a 10-pack. How the fuck you have a 10-pack? Fuck him. <laughs> but it, so anyway, Renee, Renee and I are driving with, with her sister, and Renee's like, Rebecca, you don't think um, Jon Snow is hot? And she's like, I don't get it, and I don't think he's hot. And then Renee's like, oh, my God, have you seen him naked? There's a picture of him naked. So then I'm just sitting there, right, like, oh, what the fuck? And then, and then her sister's like, well, well, let me look it up. And then Renee's like, well, let me look it up. And then here it is. Look, here's him naked. And, and, and Rebecca's like looking at him naked. And she's like, I don't get it. And Renee's like, oh, my God, he's so fucking hot. And I'm, I'm just sitting there like, there's no. I, baby, you should take it as a compliment. Clearly, I have a type. Jon Snow had long, curly hair like the way you and did. And hair on his and body. And Joe's son. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's got the dark, dark facial anyway, hair like you anyway. do. And this is, I know Gigi. your eyes like you do. I, I know Gigi's listening. And there's no way that the four of us can be in a car 
And freaking Rick can't be like, oh my God, have you seen Pamela Anderson naked? She's so fucking hot. And I'll be like, let me see it. Like, well, I'm let me sure pull it up. I'm sure you guys have both watched the videotapes. It's like a you, completely different you thing. You guys would be right, so Anderson upset. The videotapes. You guys would be so upset with us. And I'm just sitting there like, how is this okay right now? Like, there's no way that I could be with, with Tim Martinez going. How do we get on this subject? We were talking about you and Irvine. Oh, no, we're talking about, uh, you, no, you have a boogie. Now I have yep. a bat in the cave. Yep. Um, anyway, the gray man was fun, Rick. It was fun to watch. The action scenes were absolutely crazy and outlandish. It's good. And fun. But Rick, have you seen RRR? No. What is RRR? Dude, that movie is so much fun and the story is so well told. And it, when it's did just. did you watch this one? I told you. Remember the Indian movie? I don't know. I don't remember this. That movie is so much fun, dude. And it is awesome. And it's crazy funny. And there's ridiculousness in it. Yet there's some real serious great moments. It's just, I, I mean, it is a great. Indian movie, Netflix? Where Netflix. Is okay. Netflix. Okay. And, and I gave it a shot. You know, I go, right, you know what? Let me see this. And, and man. Would you watch it again with, with me? I, a thousand percent. Okay. I would watch it again with you. It was awesome. It was so much fun to watch. Um, but that was our episode. I think we, you have anything? No. I was I was uh, a little frustrated going back to our our uh, pursuit of fitness. Uh huh. Last week, man, I worked so hard. Last week, I did Tuesday with Chief for an mm -hmm. hour jujitsu. I did Wednesday with Chief for an hour jujitsu. I then did I then did um, I then did Wednesday evening. I did another hour with the men's class at Extreme. For jujitsu. Then I woke up Thursday and did an hour of jujitsu with Javier. Uh huh. Right? I mean, I worked my butt off. And then this weekend, Friday, 30 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes of weights. Then Saturday, I woke up again, 30 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes of weight. Watch what I ate. Not too close, but watch what I ate. Yeah. Trying to be responsible. Got home. I weighed myself and I fucking gained weight. I'm like, how the fuck did I gain weight? Like it Maybe was, it's it was, water weight. Maybe you need to like, I don't know, hydrate after being on the plane. I don't know. It was, it was, I don't um, know. I don't know. It was, it was just very discouraging. And, and before somebody sends a message and says, Hey, don't, don't look at the scale. I know. I know not to look at the scale, but it was discouraging when I, you know, I freaking worked my butt off last week and I'm going to work my butt off this week. Sometimes nope. it takes your body a, what, a minute to figure out what's going on. So maybe you do it again this week and it'll, you'll really drop it. And I will say that, that jujitsu is, is really one of those things where, man, it's a roller coaster. You know, sometimes I feel like, man, I'm getting pretty good at this. Like I'm, you know, I'm learning. Well, I think, is it because it's not just a physical game, it's a mental game too. And so you can be there physically, but maybe not be there mentally. Well, that and, and you know, I did the men's class. Um, I, my ghee didn't get washed because our well water was not bringing us water and I had to buy a ghee. So I'm in a brand new ghee. I hadn't been to the class in forever. So a lot of the young guys, the new guys didn't know who I was or what I was or whatever. So, you know, I'm, I'm working out with this, the, you, you, we partner up, right? I'm working out with this guy and the guy's like, yeah, I don't even have a belt. Like I, I, I borrowed a, a kid's belt. Right. Yeah. And this guy's like, um, he's like, Hey man, uh, uh. So you just started? And I'm like, yeah, you know, just, you know. And he's like, oh, don't, don't worry, I'll help you. I'm like, okay, thank you, right? Like, and he, and he's a, he had a couple more stripes than I had. Um, 
on his belt. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. And I, I'm a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. So then we were the first ones to spar. Uh-huh. And I ended up tapping him. So then my confidence level went way up. And I'm like, all right. Like, you know, and then that guy, it was fun to have him be like, wait a minute, you've done this before, right? Yeah. So that was really good confidence wise. And then the next guy wore me out, tapped me. Next guy wore me out, tapped me. And I'm like, like, oh my gosh, man. Like, you know, I, I, it was just discouraging, you know? And then I, I sparred with Javier on Thursday. He tapped me every time. I mean, he's on his way to the next belt. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way to the belt that he has now. He's actually on his way to the next belt, right? So, it, you know, there's moments of victory and there's moments of, yeah, man, I'm really learning something. And then there's moments, you know, where you're just like, God, what am I doing? You know, I but, wonder if there's a way you can find dojos when you're out on the road. I have. We, yeah. In, in, in uh, Tampa specifically, you know, because Kyle, road manager Kyle, uh-huh. <coughs> also does jujitsu. <coughs> Excuse me. So we went in there. And, and again, like the, the, the guys that tapped me um, in our class were... Um, we're talking about um, purple and brown belts. They're almost black belts. Yeah. You know, but still, it's still like, God dang, man. Like, it's just, just and then and then just, so now <clears throat> I'm really trying to get my endurance up, really trying to, but I'm not going to quit. You know me, I'm, I'm a stubborn yeah. motherfucker, man. I am stubborn and I'm going to keep going. I'm just saying that last week was kind of a roller coaster of, Man, I love this. I'm getting better to, oh, crap. But you had five or six sold-out shows in Irvine. So there's that. Oh, no. That is that is a feeling that is undescribable. And, and you know, it, it really is. It, it, sometimes I have an out-of-body experience. Sometimes I'm on stage and I'm like, wow. Like, I want the audience to know that. Like, sometimes yeah. I'm on stage like, oh, I'm like, wow. You know, it was just, it, I, I really have an out-of-body experience of like, is this me? Like, this is me. Yeah. I get to do this. Which again, goes back to, you know, when I worked the door and comics would come through and they were miserable fucks and they were mean to the staff and they were trying to fuck the staff and they were, they were rude and or wouldn't even make eye contact or even say hello to us, you know, and I would, and I'd sit there and go, how can you be doing what you absolutely love yet be a dick. Oh, but you talk about like, they don't, they don't pay you to get on stage. They pay you to travel. Like That's the, hard the, part. the travel yeah. can be grueling. And like, I'm, I am, I'm bracing myself for you coming up. Like you have to be, you're in Dallas on a Thursday, you're on Bakersfield on a Saturday, and then you're going to be in Atlantic Friday. city Friday. And then you're going to be in Atlantic city on Saturday. And you're literally doing this across all the over country. the country. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's going to be grueling. I'm, I'm worried for you. It's tough. I mean, you know, and, and you know, again, to go through my week, it's a, it's a three day week, which I know a lot of people are going, Steve, come on. No, it, it I, I get there Friday. I'm so excited to be there. I'm ready to go. I just got on, you know, just started the road. Friday yeah. night's a lot of fun. We have drinks. Saturday, because it was a Sunday show, Saturday, watch a movie, great shows. Sunday is when it hits me. That third day yeah. of, of being in the room alone, you know, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll work out. You know, I guess I'll watch Netflix. 
And it's just, it feels like the longest day in the world. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean to laugh. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm cleaning shit and piss off the floor. And I would have loved a minute to go get on the bike and exercise. And I know. Stayed up late and watched a movie. And it's that's just, the, it's I, But I that's the you. thing. Yeah. I right? It's, it's you trade one thing for another. You say yeah. yes to something, you say no to something else. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I absolutely love you. You I look absolutely. No, 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 you can't say it. I said it first. Um, you look amazing in black because you are like a black widow. And I love you. And we are so excited for the upcoming shows. Thank you for the continued love and support. But we are forgetting to ask people to help us share the podcast, like the podcast. Yes. If you review it, that moves us up in the ranks. So please do that for us. Oh, and yeah. I didn't think about that. We've never asked them to help review the podcast. And a lot of people have continued to ask me. I'm trying to find Captain Evil on Instagram. I would like to follow her. So give them your Instagram handle. Oh, the longest Instagram handle in the world. Okay, let me give you a minute to find your paper and your pen. And by the way, this is one of those <laughs> moments, too, where I was like, Renee, that's too long. I go, you should just be the real Captain Evil. Simple. I think that my, I don't know if it's probably, I don't so know. So go, right. and by the way. But I have a name. Like, yes, I wear Captain Evil like a badge of honor, but I have a name. My name is Renee. And my Instagram handle is at I am Renee, spelled R-E-N-A-E, with an A. Because most people don't spell it that way. R-E-N-A-E. So my handle I is am I am Renee with an A. I am also <laughs> Stephen Trevino's husband, a.k.a. Captain Evil. That's the whole thing. That's <laughs> It's long as shit. <laughs> I am Renee with an A. Join her on, on Instagram, especially if you want to see really, truly more behind the scenes, more about our home, more about home decor, more about DIYs. Renee does all of that on her Instagram and it is, she's very good at it. I am Renee with an A. So thank you so much, everybody. We will see you next time.